Another exciting episode of Horror for Dummies. This is episode 85, and I'm your host, Tim. With me once again, as always, is the Belle from Hell, Jelly Elisa. Hello, everyone. How are we this week, honey? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. That's you know, great. It's, it's great here. It's winter time in Australia. We're having a quiet Saturday night. It's Saturday as we're recording. We've got the fire going, and we've had a good day, haven't we? We have. We have. I am currently, at this moment, unemployed. <laughs> uh, no, not really. Well, you start your new job on Monday. Yes. I finished my, my job, uh, my previous job, after five years of service. I'm done and dusted with that company, and it feels good. And I got a little bit of a payout. So I went to the shops. Well, me and Jaleesa went to the shops, and we spent a bit of money. Actually, truth be told, we spent a lot of money. <laughs> Probably more than we should have. But when was the last time that we spurged on ourselves? Exactly. I mean, I bought another Funko Pop. I pre-ordered another Funko Pop. <laughs> I bought a PlayStation game. I bought some horror DVDs. And Jaleesa bought Five Finger Death Punch's album. Boo. Yeah, and um, Motley Crue's Greatest Hits. Yep, you it's sure did. It's been a very long time since I brought some CDs. Yeah. Who listens to CDs anymore? Well, since no. you broke my I iPod. I didn't fucking break your iPod. I have to revert they to CDs die. in That's my car. That's what happens with Apple products. They don't, they're not made to last forever. You pushed the screen getting in and out I, of the truck and fucked it. Yes, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, guys, we have... <laughs> We have a good in, uh, episode for you this week. We are talking tonight about Annabelle Comes Home, the newest uh, entry into the Conjuring franchise. Mm-hmm. And my God, do we have a story about our experience watching that for you. Yep. We'll get into that a bit later, but um, we also have everything else. We're going to talk to you about some movies that we've watched recently, some good, some bad, some great. We're going to... Uh, Hit the news feed later. We have a uh, our franchise matchups to continue. It's getting close, honey. We're almost finished the uh, first round. The first round. We are. We're coming into the second round very, very Ooh. soon. Um, and then we are going to close it with a spoiler-free and spoiler-filled discussion on Annabelle Comes Home. I keep going to say Annabelle Creation, but it's Annabelle Comes Home. Um, before we do that. If you are enjoying this show, please go over to the Padded Room Podcast Network and give us a five-star review. That helps us a lot. Not just us, but every show on the network. If you could just give a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or any any uh, app that plays podcasts um, and write something in the comments, such as Horror Phenomies Rules. 
Or, or Tim Smells. Or don't write Tim Smells. This is not true. <laughs> I take like two showers per day. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, let's start this shit. Why don't we? Let's do it. I've got a lot of movies to talk about. So let's start with What Horrors Have You Done? <laughs> horrors have you done julissa i usually let you go first but fuck you i'm going first this time okay whatever (laughs) because this is a movie that i was meant to talk about last week but completely forgot we've been forgetting a lot on the show lately i watched um a new a new film that everyone's been talking about which is nightmare cinema it's an anthology film and the directors in it are well, the directors that you would know. If you've been listening to the Padded Room uh, Network, you would have heard Darian uh, interview some of these directors, such as Mick Garris and others that I can't think of their name right now. <laughs> Very good. Directors that have done big-time horror movies. Um, now, this one is an anthology film, and if you don't know what that means, it means there's a film and it's broken up into various different stories. stories. This one here, it's middle-of-the-road anthology film. You get some good ones, you get some bad ones. Oh, man, it's, 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 it's hard to make a good anthology film. So bad as in the acting or the actual no, story? No, just, just the stories. There was one story that I had no idea what was happening and it just it didn't give you any hint as to what, what it was. And I, and I really I hate those type of stories. Okay. I'm not a smart man, Jaleesa. I'm not. I know. Thanks. Um, so you need to give it to me straight. I need to be for. I need to be fed these stories. Um, but when, but when, what? Do you need it on a silver platter? I do. I need it on the little aeroplane um, spoon. See, I can't even talk right now. I need it on the little aeroplane spoon and be fed into my mouth. But when that aeroplane goes in the other direction, not in my mouth, I tend to get confused. And there were a few stories in this movie that I just did not get. I did not understand. Um, so yeah, but there was other stories that I didn't mind. Overall, for me, this was a middle-of-the-road anthology film. Really, there's only a handful of anthology films that I love, such as Trick or Treat, Creep Show. Um, that's all that's coming to my mind right now. Yeah. But yeah, most of them are very hit and miss. But yeah, Nightmare Cinema, should you check it out? I mean, if you have a spare hour and a half, why not? But if not, if you are... Want to watch The Thing again for the, fir- for the 30th time? Then go watch The Thing. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Honey, you got anything? Um, <clears throat> we actually watched um, Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. We sure fucking did. We did. <laughs> God damn it. Teleporting Jason. What do you think about that? <laughs> Have you seen this one before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And for good reason. Uh, <laughs> this this is nowhere near my favourite Friday the 13th films I mean it's fun I'll give it that It's it's got Kane Hodder in it who I really love as a, as a Jason mm-hmm. but the story is oh, it's Jason takes Manhattan but 90% of the movie is, is on, a boat. on a boat towards Manhattan I mean <laughs> maybe it takes Manhattan Manhattan seas I guess. Should have been the But the, the thing is, it's not even filmed in Manhattan. I mean, there's like one scene that's filmed in Manhattan. The rest is in Canada. So, <laughs> Jason takes Canada. Um, watch it, out, Mandy. It's a very interesting um, 
take. Yeah. With um teleporting Jason. Yeah, what the I, fuck? I don't know how that comes into play or how he can do that. It's but. just it's just one of the tropes of the Friday the thirteenth film. Jason is supernatural, plus he can teleport. Mm-hmm. Don't ask questions. Just go with it. It's cool. It would be scary. I mean they try to explain it in the remake, how he can teleport. He's got tunnels underneath the ground. But I mean how How did he do that on a boat? Does he have special exactly, tunnels? Exactly. <laughs> and how does how did he do that in Manhattan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's one of the tethered from us. Maybe. Oh. Um, yeah, we've been watching a lot of Friday the 13th films lately, and for good reason. We will tell you at the end of this episode. Will we? Yeah, we will. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go next? Yep. Okay. I, I, uh, I've been trying to keep up with the 2019 releases. I watched another movie from 2019 that's just been released. It's called Clickbait. And I'll put it nicely. I didn't finish this movie because it's bullshit. Oh, is this the one I started watching with you and I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. It was... Right. Okay, it's low budget as low budget you can get. It's stupid. It's not funny. It tries to be funny, but it's not. And to be perfectly honest, I think it's unfair of me giving it a rating or anything like that because I just didn't finish watching it. Yeah. And I truthfully, and I usually when it comes to that, I like to try my hardest to at least give every film a fair chance. I don't want to with this one. I mean, I've got too many other things I'd rather do than just go back to this film. Or much better movies you'd rather be watching. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, um... <clears throat> Yeah, I, look, clickbait, I say miss it. Pass mm-hmm. this one. I, this one, this one sucked me in from the IMDB reviews. I got, I, I, the Jedi mind trick played on me. I read the reviews and they must have been from the cast and crew of this movie who were given it nines out of tens and stuff. So I got suck it in. Don't watch it. Clickbait is shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe, you got another one? Um... We both watched a movie called The Boogans. Well, we did. Mm-hmm. This is my fill-in-the-gap movie from uh, that I'm doing. I decided that I'm going to start doing fill-in-the-gap 80s, 1980s. That's my favorite decade of horror films, mm-hmm. and there's a lot from the 80s that I haven't seen, and The Boogans is one. Tell us this, your thoughts. This was a fun movie. Yeah. Hell it yeah, it was. With okay, with the story, I didn't know much about this film going in. With the with the plot synopsis, uh, I I will get it up here and and tell you what the plot synopsis is, so you get more of a a picture. But I was expecting a more fun uh, fun type horror film. Yeah, it's not really what I got. <laughs> uh, so the the plot synopsis is. Otherworldly creatures are released from the bootleg tunnels underneath a small town mining community and begin chomping on the locals. And that, to me, reeks films such as Critters and Gremlins, Ghoulies, films such as those natures. Yeah. This is not what I got. This was uh, a lot gorier, Mm -hmm. a lot more serious, but it still had that fun, campy appeal to it. Yep. And, oh man, it was fun. It was. (laughs) And the creature is... I have no idea what it is. But it's it was a cool. It was cool. It's a boogan. It was. It says it in the title. <laughs> it was like a mix of what a squid with a a, yeah. a turtle. I guess. Would you say? Yeah. Crossed like bat rat head. Bat rat head. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll go with that. Mm. <laughs> bat rat head. Yeah, it's it's a funny looking creature, but this creature will fuck your shit up. 
Um, <laughs> the story, while it was a little bit slow, but I was never bored. I was always invested with the characters it gave me, and I had a lot of fun watching this. Yeah, um, I did. I think I gave it an 8 out of 10. I think you did. That's how much I enjoyed it. Mm. So, the Boogans, would you... Would you... Uh, Recommend it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, so would I. Give the Boogans a go. It's from 1981. It's got a fun... I, I think, honestly, the title appealed to me the most. The Boogans. It's just fun to say. Say it with me, guys. The Boogans. The Boogans. <laughs> Julissa got the shits because I kept saying, watch out for the Boogans. Boogans. When we were watching it. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Oh, let's talk about today. What did we do today? We had fun today. I mentioned it before at the start of this episode. We went shopping. Yeah. Um, I bought Days Gone on PlayStation 4. Um, this is a zombie game. I, I'm sure people know what this is. Another zombie shooter type game. But if you've seen the gameplay to this game, it looks horrifying. You have a horde. I'm talking a massive horde uh, chasing after you. Of running zombies. Yeah, running zombies. Um, so I'm I'm um, excited to chow down on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I get? I got... We got three Blu-rays. We did. Uh, Drag Me to Hell, The Conjuring, and The Fly. The Fly. The ori- uh, not the original, the Cronenberg Kroning- Fly. All because Julius has never seen The Fly. I haven't. So I think after this podcast, we're going to sit down and, and cuddle uh, around an open fire and sit down and watch The Fly. Because what, do you, what else do you do on a Saturday night when your parents... Um, you watch gory... Practical effects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had a lot of fun with our spending money today. But as for films, I think that was it. That's it. That's all we've done. That's all I've got. All right. All right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some movies. I didn't do a Netflix recommendation this week, guys. I'm sorry. Been a lot on my plate. Let um, the people down. Why don't hey, you? It was my last week of work. Um, starting a new job. I have a lot of things on my mind. I will get. Okay. Hit. Hear me out. I'll give you a Netflix recommendation right now for Australian people out there. The Thing has just come on Netflix. The Thing from nineteen, the nineteen eighty ones. Will that not be shown in America? I, I don't know if it's on Netflix in America. It okay. probably is. It probably is. Well, if it is, what? You should all revisit The Thing because it's an unreal classic and is what, honestly one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go and watch The Thing. God damn it! <laughs> all right, I think it's time. To talk about some news, yeah? Yeah, it's All that right. time. Julissa, give me the news feed. This is Horrorfinomi's Breaking News. Coming in with Horrorfinomi's news this week, our first story, the trailer for Rabbit has been unleashed. Oh, god damn it has. Rabbit, uh, coming to you from the Soska sisters. Do you know who the Soska sisters are? Uh, No. So they are a uh, their sisters. <laughs> I couldn't I, guess that. Yeah, I know. I realized what I was saying once I once it came out. <laughs> they've uh, they've done a few things. They did see no evil um, two. They did a film called American Mary with Catherine Isabel. Uh, what else have they done? Elevator. Um, American Mary is that when she like operates on their testicles and shit? Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so they've done a few things in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. But um, this one, this is a, uh, a remake of a 1977 film. 
Mm-hmm. Done by David Cronenberg, who also directed The Fly. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I have not seen the original Rabbit. Okay. So I don't know what to expect with this film. But watching the trailer to this, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about it because... I was a little bit confused with the thing they put on her face, how that changes her. Yeah, see, I don't know. Hmm. Once again, I haven't seen the original, so I'm not too sure what's happening. But I don't know. It just it feels low budget, like really low budget. It seemed all right from what I've seen. I don't know. Look, the gore scenes look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna have to go and watch the uh, watch the original before. I, I think I should do that next week. Maybe next week I'll come in with my little review on Rabbit. Mm-hmm. But uh, either way, I'm excited. I like the Sosaka sisters. They're sexy. They make horror movies and. I'll watch anything they put out. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. Our second story. Scary stories to tell in the dark being given a PG-13 rating. Usually this wouldn't bother me. I mean, some of my favorite movies are PG-13. Mm-hmm. PG-13 for Australians is M. Oh, so, okay. I mean like Jaws. Jaws is M. Yep. And how much do I love Jaws? Usually this wouldn't bother me, but... Um, I don't really want to spoil the story now, but due to a certain film that we went and saw, I don't really want to go see another PG-13 film in the cinemas anymore, if you get my gist. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. Uh, I think, I think oh, look, this is one that I'm excited for. Guillermo del Toro is directing it. I love him as a director. This is the one with the scarecrow, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think this is one that we're going to have to go see at like a 10 a.m. Sunday morning session, away from when kids can come and do things yes so we hope anyway yeah well that's right (laughs) either way i'm excited for scary stories to tell in the dark Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be a good film yep do i think it's going to be my number one film of 2019 no you don't reckon no i'd laugh if it takes a chop well yeah who knows crazy things have happened so yeah Uh, our third story funko pops next wave of simpson pops is based on Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yep. <laughs> uh, Funko Pops. We I used to, to love s- the, um, the Treehouse tree. of Horror episodes S- of The Simpsons. So did I. I, I. I'd love to re-watch The Simpsons. We don't get Simpsons here. I mean, like... Well, we used to, but yeah, they don't do it anymore. But as far as I know, it's not on free-to-air TV. You have to have cable to watch The Simpsons. Yeah, well, it used to be on free-to-air TV. Yeah. And cable here is it's, it's expensive, and for what you get, it's not worth it. I mean, just have Netflix. Yeah, it's very um, true. But maybe one day they'll put The Simpsons on there. Maybe well, uh, fingers not, crossed. Probably not, but we can dream. Um, but the 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 lineup of the Treehouse of Horror Funko Pops is you got Homer when he was King Kong, um, you got Marge as the Blue Cat. You, this one is the one I'm most excited for, and I'm kind of trying to hold myself back from getting it. It's when Bart um, becomes the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Lisa as a demon and Maggie when she turned into the alien. Um, so they look pretty cool. I don't know if I'll get them. Um, Bart as the fly is kind of really cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to hold myself back from Funko Pops. Even though I it's- bought one today and pre- pre- pre-ordered the Jaws. Funko Pop today. But it's it's an expensive habit. It is, but they look cool. It is. I, yeah, I know people people out there don't like them, but I do. 
<laughs> I do. <laughs> um, anyway, that's it with news this week. Back oh, to you, Tim. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about a little franchise fight. Why don't we? Yeah, I yeah. want to know who won. It's time to let the madness begin. The franchise fights that continue. And last week we had the Exorcist franchise versing the Hatchet franchise. Yep. We're up to round 14, honey. All right, here's what people had to say. Alan. Alan, say Alan Cha-Cha. Alan. Alan Cha-Cha. With more oomph. Come on. Alan. Alan Cha-Cha. Very good. Oh, that looked good. All right, he comes in and says, I never ever think of the Exorcist as a franchise. He has a point there. No one really talks about the other movies. The first one is amazing and important. The rest, meh. He has a point. Mm-hmm. A very good point. And it's funny, I don't really ever think of the franchise either. Uh, besides part three. Part three is really good. The Exorcist part right. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Humphrey. He comes in and says, well, this is a dilemma. The Exorcist is the best horror movie ever made, in my not-so-humble opinion. It's, uh, I, I can't agree with him. It's not a good franchise, though. I, I still agree with him. If this were the two movies facing off, it would be, <laughs> it would be, sorry, it would be close. But I think Hatchet might be actually a better franchise. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm sensing that uh, people are going for Hatchet here. Ginger Jones just sends a gif of Reagan saying, keep away, the sow is mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing she's going Exorcist. Yep. Donna Nelly comes in and goes, Hatchet by a mile. Hatchet is so consistent that the weakest entry is still around an 8 out of 10. As much as the Exorcist raises up the franchise, you still have three. You still have the three, which is boring as shit and the mess that is um, Dominion and Beginning, which as much as you hate to admit it, have to be included. Don is always spot on with his points. Yep. I'm, I'm sensing a lot of people are... Kind of siding with the Hatchet franchise. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, no one else did. Yeah. This was kind of a runaway. We have The Exorcist beating the Hatchet franchise 71% to 29%. Oh, wow. I'm a little bummed, honestly. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I feel like people are just more on the side of the, the first film. The first film Exorcist. When they're not thinking about the franchise. Yeah. Um, I honestly am, am worried that people are going to... <laughs> hit their exorcist to win. Who knows? I'm scared, Lisa. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, congratulations, Exorcist franchise. You are moving, moving forward. Yep, and goodbye, Hatchet. Poor Victor Crowley. Poor Victor. Poor Victor. Mm. Anyway, let's look at these two matchups because this one is... Oh, they're very similar. Mm. I'll give you that. So we have the Wrong Turn franchise... <laughs> Yeah. Versus the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Ooh. This, okay, honestly, this one, this one's going to, I can see this one going the same way the Exorcist and Hatchet did. They just think of the first movie? Yeah, okay, let's break it down. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Now, uh, I think everyone knows that I'm a big Leatherface fanboy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's probably my favorite horror icon because he reminds me a lot of myself. He's a big fat retard. That likes to dress as a woman. We'll leave that part out. <laughs> but um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with women's panties. They're comfortable. But uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's look at the franchise, all right? Let's, let's have a little look. 
we have the original, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. In some people's opinion, this is the greatest horror movie ever. Mm-hmm. I, I would put it up there too. Yep. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. It's fun. It's nowhere near as good as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it's, it's still a fun film. I enjoy it for the most part. Yep. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface. <laughs> I actually enjoy this film a lot. I actually put it up there as one of the best in the, in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's different, more more closer to the first one than the second one, but it still has that campy element to it. Then we go Texas Chainsaw Massacre: New Generation, and I don't. I, I, Is that I, the one with uh, Matthew McConaughey? Yes, and Renee Zellweger. And and I don't like to speak about this movie very much because I'm not a fan whatsoever. I really, really hate this movie. <laughs> um, you have Leatherface, who's a complete cross-dresser this time, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I don't like the fact that he doesn't use his chainsaw to kill anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. And when it's called the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Um, I Man, I do not like Texas Chainsaw Massacre New Generation. So that brings it down a lot. Then we go into um, the remakes. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2003 with Jessica Biel. You love that one. I love that one. I love... See, this is the question that all, I always get asked. What do you like better? The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre or the remake? And honestly, they're on par for me. Mm-hmm. Then we have the beginning, which I hear nothing but hate for that film. I love it. I think it's great. Yes, it answers questions that we didn't need an answer to, but I love it. At Leather- least it answers questions that you haven't even asked. Exactly. Leatherface is a fucking beast in that movie. Mm-hmm. Then we go up to <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Because that was around the time where every movie was getting made in 3D. And for what reason? I don't know. I hate 3D. I think everyone it, it, does. It gives me like a headache. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gimmick that's just died. When do you ever see 3D films anymore? The IMAX, do, I guess. Do they even do them in cinemas anymore? The IMAX. Okay. It's probably the only one. That massive theater. Yeah, but that that costs you like $100 for one ticket. I don't think it's that much. No, I'm just... But to get I'm to the city off. and then all that shit, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then like <laughs> once you're in the city, you want to have lunch and stuff, so you might as well make a day out of it. Dinner and it's Darling Harbour. Yeah. Expensive. I know. All that for one shark documentary. Jesus Christ. I do... There's a haunted mansion one that I've seen in the past. There, I'd love to go and watch it again. It how long? How so long does cool. it go for? It was like a decent film, oh, okay. like an hour, hour and a bit, and it's like 3D. That's the downside, but it was awesome. Yeah, I remember one time I went and my auntie took me, mm-hmm. and, I, and I remember it costing a lot for her, and and we went to see a documentary, and it was like 40 minutes long. Is that and when, it? When it was on, I was like, what? Is that what about the rest? <laughs> um, but yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Oh man! But okay, besides Alexandria Daddario, this movie's trash. <laughs> there is so like she yells at Leatherface, "Welcome to Texas!" Like while she's trying to kill him, she's a tourist, but she's yelling at Leatherface, "Welcome to Texas!" Oh my, this movie. We should do an episode on it because yeah. I can pick this movie apart. That makes no sense. It doesn't. It's at f- all. Oh man, and then we have uh, Leatherface, which is uh, the newest one. Came out in two thousand seventeen. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. I mean, um, I had a lot of problems with it. Overall, as a franchise, it's very up, up and down. It's got a lot of films. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, 
It's up there with Halloween as one of the most um, known. No, not known. One of the one of the worst franchises, in my opinion. Oh, okay, right. Like it's just it's all over the place. They've 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 redone it. They've tried different things, and they just never hit. You'll never get the same effect as the first one. Stop trying. (laughs) (laughs) Then okay, we're talking about banned franchises here. Let's go to Wrong Turn. So we have Wrong Turn One. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's funny because these two franchises are very similar. You have cannibals, yeah. basically. Wrong Turn 1, love it. Wrong Turn 2, Dead End, with uh, Henry Rollins. It's fun. I dig it. Wrong Turn... Okay, here's where here's where I have a problem, Joyce. Because the rest of them, I, I can't tell you what is what. Mm. Because they all kind of merge into one. I, I remember there's one in the snow. There's one in a, a prison. But we have Wrong Turn 3, Left 4 Dead. Wrong Turn 4, Bloody Beginnings. Wrong Turn 5, Bloodlines. Because any movie named Bloodlines is a good movie. (laughs) And then we have the last one, which is Last Resort. Then last year, October 2018, they announced that they were remaking the first one. Okay. Um, Which I'm not mad at, but why? Hmm. I mean, the first one came out in 2003. Yeah. Why are you remaking it? <laughs> Maybe they think they can do better. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, the first one's great how it is. Okay, it'll either be better or they'll just ruin it. You know, I don't care. Either way, look, I'm, I'm taking Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise in this only because I can remember what movie is what. Where Wrong Turn for me... After part two, they all merge into the one film. I can't tell you which is which. Okay. I can't even tell you which is the one in the snow. I think it's four, but I I could be wrong. I'm going to say three. Left for Dead sounds like snow. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Let's let's check up. Joe, what, what are you taking? I'm going to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Why? Because I know that franchise better. <laughs> okay, so you're like me. Um... <laughs> I uh, no, nah, it's wrong turn four. I was right. Bloody beginnings is in the snow. Damn. Yeah. Part three is. Uh, oh, okay. That's when the. That's when they have the bus full of the convicts, that crashes. So that's the jail one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that was kind of fun. I'll give it that. It's funny because you have um. Oh, what's his name? Is it Three Finger? I am I am struggling to remember right now. That sounds familiar. <clears throat> yeah, Three Finger, Finger the um the the antagonist of the series. Mm-hmm. He gets worse makeup wise in each film. Like in part one, he looked pretty good. Damn it, I want to watch Wrong Turn now. <laughs> <laughs> in part one, he looked pretty good, and then part two, it was all right. Part three, eh, part four, really. So part they just five, start dropping. Oh, for fuck's sakes. So they start dropping the ball. They yeah, they really do. They really do. Uh, look, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think we're both agreeing is a better franchise out of the two. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you guys. Let us know what you want to move forward. All you have to do, Julia, do you want to tell Is them? click on the poll. Where's the poll? On our Facebook page. You type in horrorfordummies.com, is it? That's right. Yep. That's it. And that's all. And that will redirect you to the Facebook page. And there you will find the poll. And that's where you vote. And you tell us why you picked it. Mm-hmm. Give, a, give us a reason why you picked it. We'd love to hear from you. 
Okay. Yep. Oh, Jalisa, do you wanna do you wanna conjure up a storm with me? Huh? Get it? Conjuring? Conjure? Oh God! What? Such a dad joke. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. What's this? You folks need to turn around. Pretty bad accident up ahead. Anything we can do? Your doctor or something? Or something. Nice doll. That's what you think. Did it work? The evil is contained. <laughs> How could you not tell me you're babysitting for the Warrens tonight? Mwah. And we'll be back early tomorrow morning. Have fun. Don't your parents keep any creepy stuff around? You keep it all locked away in a room. It's not good for anyone to go in there. My dad says that everything in there is either haunted, cursed, or used in some ritualistic practice. What's that? The fairy man. They put coins all over the eyes of the dead so he could take their souls. What about the doll that's in there? Annabelle. She's in a case for a reason. for other spirits. Mrs. Warren? Is everything okay? Something is happening inside your house and we're not really sure what to do. Can I speak to Annabelle? I'm sorry? You need to give her a soul, dear. She wants us. Annabelle comes home from 2019. This one has a runtime of 1 hour and 46 minutes and has a score of 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Mm. It's pretty good. It's good for a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> this stars Vera Farmiga as Lorraine Warren, Patrick Wilson as Ed Warren. I think everyone knows who those two are, so I don't need to go in with it. Yep. McKenna Grace as Judy. Now she's uh, Judy <laughs> Warren. She's the child of these two guys. She has been in a movie called I, Tonya, but most horror fans will remember her from uh, Haunting of Hill House, the uh, the TV series that was on Netflix last year. Mm-hmm. She played young Theo. Yep. Theo was the, uh, the lesbian. The lesbian. Yeah. So she uh, did a good job, actually. She did. <laughs> then we have Madison Eisman, who played Mary Allen, and uh, she's been in Jumanji as young Beth mm-hmm. and Goosebumps. Yep. Then we have Katie Sarif as Daniela. 
Yeah. And she hasn't been in much. Okay. <laughs> and we had Michael Simino, I guess. Or Kimono. I don't know. He was he played Bob and once again he hasn't been in anything I really remember. This was uh, this was directed by okay, this is funny, right? This was directed by Gary Doberman. Right, Jalisa? You following me? Yeah, right. This was his first directing credit. And I find that very good. Was that a spoiler with what your feelings are with this movie? Well, yeah, I guess. Okay. Well, okay, before we jump into it, he is mainly known as a writer. He's written... Let's go down to the start. He's written... He written the first Annabelle. He did uh, It, Annabelle Creation, The Nun, uh, Swamp Thing, the TV series. He's doing It Chapter 2. And he's also doing the Untitled Train to Busan remake. Uh, well, actually... Well, he's done very if, good work. Yeah, true. But I kind of... I don't know if that Train to Busan remake's going to come out. Why? I don't know. I just, I'm just i I'm starting to have doubts. Nothing's been said of it. Look at it here on IMDb. There is nothing about it. But who knows? Who knows? No one's been cast, but who knows? It could all unleash tomorrow. Yeah. Never um, know. Yeah, okay. So... The plot to Annabelle Comes Home is, while babysitting the daughter of Ed and Lorraine Warren, a teenager and her friend unknowingly awaken an evil spirit trapped in a doll. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all you're getting. Yep. Uh, okay, so we're going to start with our spoiler-free review. Then uh, after you'll hear the, the song and everything like that, and we'll give you a spoiler field afterwards. Yes. Before we talk about our feelings, me and Jaleesa have a little story to tell you about our experience watching this movie. Um, So we went to a different cinema that we haven't been to before Mm -hmm. because timing and trying to get the kids watched and stuff like that. So we went to a different cinema and uh, and while we were there, we had our seats all good. We sat in there. Um, Jaleesa snuck in food because she's naughty. (laughs) And in front of us sat... Four young teenage boys. What, what age do you think? Probably 15. Yeah, about that. But then, and I was thinking, ah, oh, fuck. But they were being alright. This is before the movie started. Then, as the movie started, we had four young teenage girls sitting right directly behind us. I think there was more than four. No, there was four. Was there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Four young teenage girls, same, same age. And then we found out that these... The, the, the four behind us and the four in front of us, they knew each other. Mm-hmm. On top of that, we had two young Asian boys. In our row. In our row, sitting about three seats. No, one seat. That's one right, one it was. One seat and then them. That's awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to sit next to them. Very much. <laughs> yeah, they were sitting next to us. Anyway, the whole cinema was being a bit rowdy, but this is when the, the trailers were going on. I get really pissed off when people make noise in cinemas. Mm-hmm. You know, if you fuck up a cinema experience for me, I get the shits. Yep. Hard. I get angry. Uh, I'm sure most people do, but I kind of get my rage on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was getting a bit rowdy and I was getting a bit tense, thinking this better not happen in the goddamn movie. But, uh, Joyce, you want to take up the story? Um, long story told short, it did. Mm. It was so... Bad. So, okay. The whole time we were there, I was thinking these four boys in front of us, they're going to get their their annoying on and fuck up the movie. 
but it was actually the girls behind us who were... The Asians next to us at first oh, sorry, yes, were yes. very loud. Yeah. Uh, you yelled, shut up. This was in the first five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. The, the movie started five minutes in. These two little Asian blokes are there talking. Like, not whispering, talking. Like... A conversation. Yeah. Five minutes in, I said, shut up. So there's one. Then, uh, then, then it just starts. The whole cinema just starts to act like they're talking on the phone, as mm-hmm. Julissa put it. The yep. four girls behind us were just kept talking, talking taking pictures of the screen. Um, pictures with with the flash on. Yep. When a jump scare came on, they screamed ridiculously and held the scream. Yeah. Then continued to laugh and then just talk after. Mm-hmm. Um, Thus comes my second shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, then then I, the four in front. No, no, no. Before that, the, the, the young girls. There was one scare with, with <laughs> where one girl said, I can't do this, and left. And I thought, oh, fucking sweet. It's done. They're gone. They're gone. All good. Um, their, <laughs> their friends followed her out. I'm thinking, oh, this is even better. They're all gone now. Mm-hmm. Two minutes later, they're back once again talking about I don't even know if they were talking about the movie they weren't um no. so this goes on for pretty much the whole movie in my mind I'm thinking fuck this I'm gonna get security to kick him out but then I don't wanna miss the movie you know if I go get the security and this cinema was fucked up like it it's it's security was on the bottom level and you had to you had to climb down a few stairs to get there and it was a, it wasn't like going out and just get the security uh-huh. so um I was thinking, I don't want to miss the movie and waste my money. And, I, and look, me and Julius, we're parents. We only get really one shot to go see a movie. We can't get the kids babysat every hour. So I just sat there and just dealt with it. I kept telling them to shut up, to which I turned around, looked at them and said, shut the fuck up. And then the girl responds, calm down, sir. And I had a thought in my mind of, of, of violent acts. In my in my head. So did I. I wanted to throw my popcorn and slap him. Yeah. But then I thought they're underage. They're underage, <laughs> and we can get arrested if we do anything. What what are we gonna do? What can we do? So it keeps going. We're just bearing with it. I'm fucking digging my hands into the into the cinema seats. Um, but then it gets worse, really worse, because then some fucking little girl decides to come and sit with the four boys in front of us. Mm-hmm. Then the four boys decide it's a fun idea to wrestle with each other in the seats and start taking photos of each other with the flash on. And running out, going to the bathroom uh, with the flash on. Mm-hmm. Then decides to come in our row, flashing us in the face. Yeah. And then just running around. So <sighs> I eventually got the shits and I kicked the shit out of the dude's seat. <laughs> To which he turned around. He had the most disgust, or oh, like scared look on his face when he saw me. He like, was like, "Shit, that just happened." Yeah. Um, <laughs> to which then finally, this is this is like towards the end of the movie, by the way. Then other people finally started saying, "Be quiet." Yeah, yeah. Then finally, some dude decided to go get security. The security, who is a small little Asian bloke, who's not going to be able to do shit unless he's Jackie Chan reincarnated. He wasn't security. He worked at the movies. Well, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. He comes and asks the boys, have you guys been flashing your lights? Then Joyce, the boys are like, what, no? Joyce says, yes, they have been. And the guy says, what does he even do? He just goes, stop it. I think it. he says, I think he says something about cut it out or you'll be kicked out. 
something like that. A fucking good on you. Right at the basically where the credits are. <laughs> so, okay, the, the moral of the story is this podcast is kind of going to be short because, to be honest with you, most of our focus was on these little fucking kids. And they really not, took us out of the movie. They, they did, man. A lot. Um, and, and that's why I'm kind of hesitant to go to PG-13 horror films now because I just, I can't do it, man. It, so probably go either really early or really late. Because the parents won't let 15-year-olds out like Well, that's 11. true. Yeah, but then you've got <laughs> the stupid fucking 18-year-olds who've just got their license who try to be macho in front of their girlfriends and... And, I and, think and, they'd and, be a lot better than the 15. Yeah, they would be, but they... St- oh, man. They'd probably just be hooking up in the back. This is why I want a plague to happen. An wow. epidemic, you know? There, there needs, 50% of this world needs to die. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I'm, honestly, I feel like most people out there would agree with me. Brutal. There's too many fuckwits in this in this world. Too many people ruining Annabelle Comes Home for me. No, it's, it's kids in that that don't get shown respect and discipline. Yeah, exactly. And, and the funny thing is that the whole time when they were doing this, I was thinking, I used to do this as a kid too. I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but when you're a kid, you don't think about anyone else except yourself. So That's true. Anyway, let's get on with our thoughts on Annabelle. All right. Yep. So, okay. Before we jump into the film itself, what are your thoughts on the uh, Conjuring universe? As they I, call it? I love the Conjuring universe. I think it's good fun. And I love the stories. And the Warrens, I love them. See, okay, the first two Conjurings, love them, love them. But as they slowly keep pouring these films out, I find myself getting less and less interested with them. You know? Yeah, the first Annabelle wasn't great, and everyone seems to not like The Nun, but I had no problem with that. Oh, it's very middle of the road. I heard a lot of people love The Nun. See, I, I still really enjoyed it. Um... I don't get bored or sick of a Conjuring movie coming I, out. I'm not bored. I think I'm, I'm slowly... No, I'm saying slowly. Slowly getting burnt out on the same formularic... Formula. formula sorry. Oh, The ghosts and the spirits and stuff just, like that. Just, just the... You know, you know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, the jump scares, they're, they're getting creative and all that stuff, but you know when it's going to happen... Um, you know when the music slowly fades away that, and then it comes to silence that something's going to happen, you know? I, I, I kind of understand how everyone got burnt out from the slashers in the 80s, you know? You had a new slasher come out every two hours. Um, so I feel like, I don't know, I'm slowly, slowly getting burnt out from these films. Okay. But um, I'll explain more when we talk about this film. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, let's let's talk about this film finally, yep. right? Um, before we went and saw the cinema, saw the saw the cinema, saw the movie. Me and Jill wrote down what we what our thoughts would be mm-hmm. with this film before seeing it. So Jaleesa said it's going to be a typical jump scare film. I hope they make Annabelle scarier than what she is, and you have and and have fun with it. I said. I'm expecting a decent jump scare film that will make me jump and I'll have fun with it, but I do not expect this to be up there with The Conjuring films. I expect this to be a middle-of-the-road film for The Conjuring universe. Yeah. And if you don't mind me butting in right now, yeah. everything I thought about this film is exactly how I feel about this film. So you think it's middle-of-the-road? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's not a bad thing. I'll, I'll give you my ranking in a second, 
But it's no, it's not as good as the, the two Conjuring films. Yeah. But it's not as bad as the first Annabelle. I honestly would put this on par with Annabelle Creations. I can't. I can only remember bits and pieces. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, your thoughts, honey. Um, I actually enjoyed it. Hmm. Um. Yeah, the jump scares. Sometimes you thought it was going to happen, but then it didn't at that point. Yeah. And then happened a little bit later or whatever. Yeah. I liked that. Um, I liked how they made her more scary. Did they? I think they did. You think they did? They made her seem more brutal. Mm-hmm. Okay, he, Okay. When, when we walked out, you and me kind of had the same feelings about the film. Mm-hmm. And, and this, is, this, this is what fucked us around. Those kids really messed up my thought process with the film. But as we walked out, me and Joe were on par. We had the same score. We were, we were thinking, yeah, that was good. That was good. As time slowly went away, I started realizing a few more plot holes and, and things that I didn't exactly like about the film. Mm-hmm. And it's not as strong as I thought when I first initially thought about it. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, in saying that, it's not a bad film. I still enjoyed it. Um, here's okay. Here's what I liked about it: the film didn't rely on jump scares. Mm-hmm. I felt that this one had much more of a story than a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and it and it told a story well. Mm-hmm. The acting was good. Yeah. It wasn't the best in the Conjuring universe. I still give that to the the Conjuring Two. Yeah. I feel that's the strongest in acting performance out of the, out of the series. Mm-hmm. But the acting, I I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with it at all. I didn't find the scares all that scary though, and I'm I, I'm I'm desensitized with that type of stuff. I don't usually get scared with those types of stuff, but I don't feel anything really worked. There was one scene. That I could see coming, but it worked really well. You jumped a few times. I saw you. Oh, yeah. One <laughs> actually scared me, but the others is because it's really loud. Yeah. So when it happens, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. There was one. I could, there was one scene. We'll get to it in spoilers. That was really, really cool. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Now, what I love the most about this film is how this movie was based around the Warrens. Now, I saw the trailer. Um, and I honestly thought, what okay, what happens in the trailer happens at the first five minutes of the movie. I thought that, that we we're going to get the warrants for five minutes and that's that. Yeah. That's not the case. And I'm happy that they went that way. You know, this movie was based around the warrants. Mm-hmm. You don't get the warrants entirely, but you get the Warren story. Yeah. You know, and I, I got confused before seeing this with the title of this movie, Annabelle Comes Home. I didn't understand... But she came home in the last one, you know. In in Annabelle, the first Annabelle, they put her in the the glass case. Do they? And that's it. At the end of the first one. Oh my! One of the one of the movies. But she's in the glass case. Like, where can they go from there? You know. So I was very curious as to. I I can't remember that at all. It was, might have been one of the Conjuring films. I can't remember. But you see them put her in the glass case, or you you see her sitting in the glass case, something like that. So the whole time I was thinking, how can they make an Annabelle movie when she's sitting in that glass case? Well, maybe it was like a flash to the future. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and the whole time thinking that, I was thinking, 
don't give me a stupid teenage story where a teenager comes and takes her out and is like, look at me, I'm Annabelle, and then scary stuff ensues. That's what I was kind of fearing. Mm-hmm. That's not what I got. And I'm glad that they they went a different direction. Yeah. They gave these characters meanings. Yes, they're stupid teenage people, but they have meanings as to uh, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And I, and I like that part. How did you feel about the love story element to this movie? With... Um, Mary Ellen and Bob's Got Balls. Um, I don't... I, that fell flat for me, that joke. Bob's Got Balls? Yeah. Oh, I can't really talk about that more with no spoilers, so... Yeah, okay, true. I'm not gonna... Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm... I think you've ruined a bit there uh, anyway, but... Oh, not really. It's just a name they call him. No. The... Two of the characters. Uh, yes. What you said. I will. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> um... um. Just don't ask me any of those questions till spoiler. Alright, fine, fine, fine. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll save my next point for spoilers as well. Yes. But, um, look, would you recommend seeing this in cinemas? Or would this be more of a Netflix movie? I'd say see it in the cinemas. Hopefully you don't have a, a bad experience in the cinema watching this like we did. Yeah. But, yeah, I say go see it. It's funny, I hear, listening to a lot of podcasts that I do, I hear everyone talking about their cinema experiences and how bad some of them can get. And I always think to myself, man, I haven't had a bad cinema experience for a long time. And now I can finally talk about my own and my own podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God, let's hope I never have to talk about a cinema experience again. Well, we just stay around where we live from now on. It's and not, it's usually it's pretty not good. where it was based. It's the kids that were there. Where it was based. Okay, fine. You're racist. Um, I ain't racist. <laughs> it's just... I um, ain't racist. <laughs> um, I think the kids get taught differently. <laughs> Lower class. Jaleesa, That's all I'll say. Jaleesa doesn't like a certain type of person. Just, I won't just say continue, who. all right? All right, well, let's finish this spoiler-free review. Julissa, give me a rating out of 10 for Annabelle Comes Home. Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. I so enjoyed you're, it. You're still with the same score as you were when we came out. Yeah. All right. I, and once again, I had the same score as Julissa. I had an 8 out of 10. I'm going down to a 7 out of 10. So not too much off. I still enjoy this film. I still recommend it. Um, but I'll, I'll vent my frustrations with the film in spoiler, um, spoil period. Mm-hmm. Before we go to spoiler, Jaleesa, if you can, can you rank the Conjuring films in order from best to worst? No, not off the top of my head. Come on, give it a go. I'll, I'll, I'll go first, alright? I've got to even think what there is. I'll help you along, alright? I'll go first, alright? From my, I'll start from the bottom to the top. Okay, and this is just off the top of my head. Okay, the bottom I'll I'll go with Annabelle, the mm-hmm. first Annabelle, mainly because I can't remember everything that happens. It's kind of forgettable to me. Yeah. Number two, I would go the Curse of La Llorona. You know, mm-hmm. uh, sorry that, sorry I'm that's number five. So number six is Annabelle. Number five is Curse of La Llorona. It's fine. I just felt that they. Couldn't they didn't utilize as much as they they should have. Mm-hmm. 
Number four. Hmm. Number four, I'm going to go the nun. Oh, man, that's hard. Oh. This, this is a thing. I might... If I if I watch these in a row, they might can be, be they might be completely different. I'll go number four, the nun. Once again, because I mean, it only came out last year, and I don't remember everything that happened. Mhm. I remember it being a little bit slow at times. Yeah, yeah. I think that's maybe why. Uh, number number four. Sorry, no. That was, How many are there? That was, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. So one, two, three, four. Six, seven. Uh, seven. Shit, I thought there were six. Uh, there's seven Conjuring films. Okay. Conjuring Universe films. Okay, so number seven is Annabelle. Number six is The Curse of the Owner. Number five is The Nun. Number four is... Is, 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 is. Number four is Annabelle Comes Home. I'm putting that there. Um, middle of the road, you know? Okay. And I'll, I'll explain why in spoiler times. Number three, Annabelle Creation. I feel that was the best. And, and this is the funny thing. Annabelle Creation and Annabelle Comes Home, very close. I put them on par. I think I enjoyed Annabelle Creation a little tiny bit more. A little mm-hmm. smidgen, you know? Yeah. Number two, I... Okay, number two is going to be the original Conjuring. My favourite of the Conjuring universe is The Conjuring 2. Mainly because that was the first movie that we saw together. And it holds a special place in my heart. Aww. Don't be gauge, Lisa. Go away. Cute. <laughs> All right, can you do that? Um. Okay, I'll try. Um. I'm gonna go number seven, Annabelle. Yep. One. Yep. Um, mine's gonna be very similar to yours. Um, number six, La Llorona. Okay. Five. I'll go. The Nun as well. Because mm-hmm. it's a bit slow. Yep. Um, so far, you're exactly like me. <laughs> number f- four, um, Annabelle Creations. Okay, so there we differ. Number three, Annabelle Comes Home. Oh, okay. Um, number two, here we go. What do you, what do you, th- obviously it's the two Conjuring films. What's the one where she goes into the wall and um, she's looking at the, the box? Is that number one? The box? The like uh, music box and she looks in the mirror. That's that number, number one? one, yes. Oh. I'll go... Um, It's tough, right? <laughs> it is. I'll go The Conjuring 2 and then The Conjuring 1. Number 1. Wow. Okay. So obviously you don't care about our first date night. Oh, shut <laughs> It wasn't our first date night, thank you. It was the first you. movie that we saw together. I don't think it was the first movie. Horror movie. Horror. There yes. you go. We went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy and I fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Well, uh, we're going to jump into spoiler-filled discussion in a second, but for you guys out there who haven't seen this film, it's time to say goodbye. Uh, we, we love that you guys listen to us. We would uh, love if you guys could give us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Um, or just, hey, a simple hello. 
you know, let us know that you're listening. Jump onto Facebook. That's where we're most active. Uh, or Instagram. Yeah. What's the Instagram thing? Horror for Dummies podcast. That's it? Yep. What do you search up? That's it. That's I, what you type in. Okay. I don't know. I don't do Instagram, so I don't know. Uh, or you can uh, join us on Letterboxd, just under Horror Dummy. Um, they Letterbox or Letterboxd? Letterboxd. It's weird. I know. It has a D at the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all those social media things. We don't have a Twitter because... We're spastic and we don't know how to use it. <laughs> Why have a Twitter? <laughs> I don't know. We could speak to celebrities. Just, what do you do? I ate an apple. Hashtag apple. healthy. Health life. <laughs> an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. Yeah, Peace exactly. Out. I don't know. I, I don't just know tripped why... up some stairs. I don't... Ha ha lol lol. <laughs> Hashtag LMFAO. Okay. <laughs> you should get a Twitter and do all this stuff. You remind me of the kid in South Park who... I can't remember that episode where he's got a Facebook account. And um, he's got no friends. And he posts up funny status like... Just had dinner. Pork. It was yum. <laughs> that's what I feel like. That's, yeah, that's you. That's I skinned my knee. Hashtag ouch. <laughs> Can you now get a Twitter account just to do all this stuff? It'd be funny. <laughs> the other day I put liquid paper on a bee and it died. Hashtag sad. What the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> What's that off? Uh, stepbrothers. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember that part. <laughs> when they're doing the Prestige Worldwide presentation. <laughs> That's fucking gold. Alright, um, <laughs> have you guys still with us? <laughs> We're going to close the show up. We're going to play a really cool song. One of my favorite songs in the whole wide world because quite frankly, I couldn't feel, I couldn't find any song to fit with Annabelle Comes Home. Um, well, it's Home Sweet Home. Well, you just gave it away, Julie. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, well, this song was our leaving song at our wedding. Yeah. So it when means a lot under to me. People's hands. So you guys should stay around and listen to this really cool song. And then uh, if you guys have seen the movie, please stick around for spoiler review. We'll be discussing what our real thoughts are of the movie and going deep into it. So, oh, oh, that's right. Next week. Next week. We're coming back with episode 86 next week. And, hey, there's no new new movie to review here in Australia anyway. Um, mm. So what are we going to do, Joe? What are we going to do? I don't know. We've been watching a lot of Friday the 13th lately. We have. So I thought... This is a, a funny discussion that people have with Friday the 13th movie. Who's your favourite Jason? What's your favourite kill? Blah, blah, blah. So me and Joe have, have uh, thought about a little game that we're going to play, mm-hmm. which is called My Favourite Friday the 13th... Thir- sorry, My Perfect Friday the 13th. Yep. So what we're going to do is we're going to create our perfect Friday the 13th film by taking elements of each film and putting them into our own film. So, for example... What Jason would you have? Would you have Baghead Jason? Would you have Undead Jason? Would you have Jason from Part 4? What five kills would you have? You can pick any kill from the franchise and they're your five kills. What characters would you have in your film? You can pick any character in any Friday the 13th or Jason film for that matter. Um, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. We're going to have some fun gel. It is. But um, that's it for next week. Stick around for... My perfect Friday the 13th. Until then, we uh, will miss you. <laughs> miss you so much. Hashtag tear. Fuck it. Shut up with your hashtags. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> See you on the other side of spoilers. If not, catch you next week. Bye. Yep. Yeah!
Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, 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 spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. Home Sweet Home is the best song in the world. Is it? I think it is. I fucking love Motley Crue. Anyway, we're... you under their table, would you suck their dicks? Probably. Yeah, but they 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 had dirty dicks. They used to put their dicks into pies, so their so their um girlfriends or hot dogs or something like that, so their girlfriends couldn't like smell other vaginas. <laughs> it's all written in the dirt. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's funny, huh? So they didn't shower; they just stuck it in a pie. No, I mean like if they were mm, out... apple. Yeah, if they were out in the town and they had to go back to their girlfriend's place, they didn't want to come back smelling like girl, you know? Wow. Oldest trick in the book, honey. Oldest trick in the book. Yeah. So should I expect that from you? No, I'm a married. I'm not a rock star anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was about to correct you. Anyway, we're here. We're here talking spoilers for Annabelle Comes Home. Um, so why don't we just dive straight into it, honey? Yep. I'm just gonna come straight out with with what I thought about this film uh, after a while of thinking about it. I felt that this film was five years too early. What do you mean? Okay, so this film could have been epic. It could have been unreal. It could have been like um, the... Oh, what's that fucking movie? The Expendables of horror. You know? You have all these entities, but there's no backstory. We don't know any of these entities. What? How cool would it have been if we had... Uh, a, obviously, they're going to do it, Right? They're going to have a movie. Now. Yeah, they're going to have a movie. Why didn't we have a movie about them first? And then in the end, we have a, a movie with them all in it. That just would have been epic. Cause we and don't... they're all drawn to what? Annabelle? Yeah. Annabelle's the big boss, I guess. Because she's, what do they say? A conduit or something like that? Yeah, she is pretty much the gateway for all yeah. spirits, I guess. So, I mean, it makes perfect sense. I think they just rushed this film out too quickly. You know? Like, then- look. Sorry. Then it doesn't make sense because then they say Annabelle needs a soul. Then what <laughs> are all these other entities? Do they want the soul too? Is that what they're going to Annabelle for? Good, uh, yeah, good question. You have me. Um, I just thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's take about. Let's let's look at these other types of spirits that we had. So we had the Hellhound. We finally got the Werewolf Demon mm-hmm. that I've been wanting heaps. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. So I had some problems with it. Uh, we had the the wedding dress, the bride. So the wedding dress is... It makes people aggro. Yeah. Aggro and violent. Which is a cool concept. And that scene with the wedding dress was cool. It was epic. Then we have the fairy men, who are, so I've heard, is everyone's favourite. When everyone kept talking about this, I kept thinking, what the fuck is the fairy man? I can't remember this. Thanks to spastic kids, I forgot what the fairy man is. He... Can you explain what he is? He, um... He's kind of like the truth fairy, but he comes after people. People's For... souls or when they've passed or something. And he That's has... why they put the coins on their eyes and he comes for them. Kind of like the coin under the pillow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and then we have the samurai who... I, I, I really needed some backstory in the samurai because I didn't know what the fuck I didn't understand that samurai like why was he standing in the hallway and not I doing th- anything I think just for an extra scare but wh- what, his head turned that's it wow maybe to, look to at intimidate them. her 
But he didn't do anything. Maybe because that other spirit was there. Like you, you heard, like obviously, like a battle of something like that, and Against that's a lot of screams. Yeah. Then you seen like a face. But that's it. Like, so we don't know anything. And then you you have the the TV, the haunted TV that shows uh, thirty seconds into the future. Hmm. Like we didn't know anything about that. And then the monkey. Yeah. The monkey with the clangy things. I mean, I, I just felt that it would have is, been a lot better if they... Is that the monkey going to come into play like the old movie? Is it Monkey Bones? Monkey Shines. Monkey Shines? Yeah, I don't know. Is it kind of like that? I have no idea. It's the same type of toy, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just... I kind of just felt that they kind of rushed this one out too much, you know? That was my biggest problem with this film. See, they tried to do it a bit when they were like looking through their paperwork in the office... Even though they're not supposed to be in yeah, there. Yeah, but it wasn't enough, you know? No, you only just got a little bit. Yeah, like I wanted to know more. Truth be told, I don't really want to know more about the samurai. I, don't, I hope they don't do a samurai movie. That one was probably my least out yeah. of all of them. Who? Okay, who's, whose was your favourite? Well, okay, if you had to pick a movie about any of these, what would you pick? Oh, I'd probably have a couple that I'd want to see. All right, well... I'd probably want to see the fairy man because mm-hmm. that was creepy. Yeah. Um, probably the hellhound, and then probably wedding dress. Okay. The hellhound is the one I want the most. We we got rumors of of the werewolf demon being mm-hmm. in this movie, and then seeing it, I was like, it kind of doesn't really make sense. Why? It's just because all the spirits it's a, it's a came go- out. It's a ghost werewolf. Yeah. I love how it got formed in like fog. That's what it yeah, was okay, like. Okay, yeah, that was cool. And I understand this is an actual case from the real life Warrens. They they were um, uncovering a story about a man who thought he could get possessed by a a dog. Uh, I think it was an entity of a wolf. Something like I'm not too sure on the whole story, but it's something like that. Then what, he turns into like a werewolf? I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that the rumor is that The Conjuring 3 is going to be about that story. And I'm kind of hoping they do because I want to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can just go on Google and search it, but eh, I'd rather movie form. Um, I just, I, yeah, I was a bit confused when we saw it. And okay, the look of the werewolf. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I thought, fucking that's Van Helsing. It, the CGI got ruined. Well, it that's was the too thing. Much. Apparently, it's a practical effect. That's what I was told. Really? Yeah. Or did the practical effect not work and they just went to CGI? Because that's what it looked like. I, but you only seen it for a couple seconds. Yeah. Yeah, but as soon as I saw it, I thought... Um, a grey Van Helsing. Van Helsing or, or, or the Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It probably had more of the face of the Goosebumps, dog-wise. Yeah, it did. But it did. the bigger build like Van Helsing. Okay, here we got it here. The werewolf appearing is one of the most famous Warren's cases and the most obscure along with the influence by Demon's court case. The werewolf is noted as a hellhound by Edna Lorraine and like the French legend of La Bête du Gévaudon <laughs> is a monstrous werewolf appearing out of an encroaching night fog and that is responsible for the death of many local livestock displayed with the butchering of 
uh, Warren Hen. So, okay. That's, I guess, what it is. So it appears in the fog. Yeah. So it's kind of like the fog dog. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, look. Okay, I've got nothing here that's saying it's practical effects. So maybe I heard wrong. Because um, it wasn't practical. Not at it all. Did, no, it didn't look practical at all. It wasn't at all. No, no. Um, yeah, like... I don't know. I just... I don't care about the monkey. I don't really care about the TV. Like, imagine if we got a movie about the TV. Well, what can it really do? It can show, show you that you're going to die in 30 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. That's... Yeah. Then wouldn't you just run out of the house? Uh, Dive through I the guess. window? I guess. Um, Smash it? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about the characters here. So we have Danielle, who goes in and messes up the, the Warren's room that you're not meant to go into. Well, maybe you should explain why she went to the Warrens in the first place. So, okay, so she we, we find out that she lost her dad because she crashed the car that he was in. She was driving. She was a learner driver. Yeah, and she crashed it. And I love the um, I love the the conversation between um, Judy and Mary Ellen, where Judy's saying, "Was it her fault?" And Mary Ellen's goes, "No, only one person thinks so." And I'm guessing that is the mum. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so that was a bit oh, that's a bit upsetting. So she goes into the room to try and get um, get to say sorry to him. And I love that they gave reason as to why she's in this room or why she's trying. And it's why n- she went there looking? Yeah, it's not just because hey, I'm curious, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was kind of worried about. I didn't want to... I'm curious, are you... Uh, when we saw the newspaper of the Warrens um, saying that they're hoax, that's... As soon as she went in the room, I'm like, great. She's just trying to see if they're a hoax or if it's real. Mm-hmm. But when we get to the real story, it becomes something much more... Deeper? Deeper, yeah. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. Um, let's talk about the dad for a second. <laughs> The, the the time we see the dad. We well, gotta. Well, she. You gotta explain. She went around the room and opened Annabelle's glass. She touched everything in the room, which is a big no-no. <laughs> and she opened the glass. Yes. When it says positively, do not open. Yes. Yeah. Um. Doesn't she pick her up? Yeah. She, her. she picks her up. Yeah. Then he's a noise in the room. Mm-hmm. And puts her back, but doesn't lock it. No. Just closes it, thinking yep. it's self-lock, I guess. <laughs> then Annabelle falls forward and the glass opens. Yeah, so that's how Annabelle escapes, thus letting basically all the demons out of this room. So, yeah. but Then that leads to when you see the dad. Yeah. So the, the, the girl's playing the piano, and then we see another hand appear, which is obviously the dad playing piano. piano. And, it must um, have been something they did when they were yeah together yeah yeah um and then we get to the shot where the dad appears the mirror it's where she sees him no isn't the part where behind her oh that's right and she turns and he's yelling at her and he's what does he say he's like you did this i don't know that was the part that scared me the most yeah that that actually scared me yeah because it's not just the jump, like the, the noise effects that works. It was the way he looked too. He looks banged up from the car crash. He was half. missing an eye and half his face. Yeah, 
It was great. And, and he's screaming at her. Screaming at her, you did this to me. I'm guessing that's what he said. There's something, something on Everyone the lines of that. Everyone's fucking talking. Yeah, but that that's heartbreaking in, in and of itself. You know? And then I think from that bit, she knows, fuck, what have I done? That's not my dad. Yeah. And then she's stuck in the room. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> talking, uh, talking about this girl, what she did, she let all these demons out and all that stuff. And then we get to the end where she's having the conversation with uh, Lorraine Warren. The Warrens are the nicest people in the world. They are. I was thinking that, I'm like, how can they be so nice and calm about this? I'd be furious. I guess they're happy now because they contained it and put it back. I guess. But still, like, it, <laughs> there's a sign on the fucking glass. Don't open it. Yeah. What do you do? I'm pretty you sure open it. Uh, Lorraine was like, you know what you did was wrong, but it's okay. You were curious. She's Lorraine's a fucking kindergarten teacher. That's what she is. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I was thinking now, I'm like, God, get angry with them. Yeah. Say you're not welcome in this house anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-mm. They uh, can't really do that. They help people for a living. Yeah. And well, keep the shit at their house. Yeah. So but it doesn't hurt anyone. For good reason. I mean. Yeah. They have to get the room blessed once a week. Was it once a week or once a month? Once a week. Okay. I, um, okay. How do you feel about this as a ending of the Annabelle franchise? Just the Annabelle franchise. I hope there's no more Annabelle films. You know? It, Annabelle it, can appear in Conjuring films or other films. I don't want another Annabelle film. It um finished with them just at the birthday party, right? Playing a song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, okay. Nothing else has happened after the credits. I can't remember. No. I mean, if, if it did, like, just make another spin-off. Obviously, they're going to. We have so many... They have so many you know, things they can do. The funny thing is, you can you can drag this universe out for so many more years. So many more years. There's so many different um, entities and, 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 and things that the Warrens did that you can just make movies for fucking 20 more years. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but I don't want another Annabelle film. You know? If they do another Annabelle film, that's just being greedy. You know? Well, it would have to be something with the spirit tied to the Annabelle doll. Just just have Annabelle appear in one of the other movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't call it Annabelle blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I think this is that's the end for Annabelle anyway. I don't well, think Her own story. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll see her again. But oh, I yeah, don't definitely. Because yeah, she's the gateway for all these other... Mm bad entities I I can kind of see well apparently we're getting another nun movie which more of a backstory I don't need another nun movie because that's what the nun was yeah I don't need another nun movie or is it more things that she's done to other people I don't know I don't know uh, I I don't really <clears throat> like the nun to be honest like the, the the character of the nun I don't find her scary I don't really find her that interesting so I just, find her creepy Anyway, we're talking about Annabelle. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, so I'm happy that this is the end. I hope. I I hope it is. <laughs> what did you think of uh, all the spirits going after um, Judy? Were they? Most of the time, yeah. I thought they were just after anyone. Annabelle kept getting placed where Judy was. Um, 
It's it's cool. Yeah. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. As, as a story as a whole, I thought this was done told well. You know, it had a reason to be told. It wasn't just a stupid teen film. Um, so I enjoyed that. Except there was one part where the <laughs> the um, what's her name? Mary Ann. Is that her name? Yeah, Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen. Yep. Um, was walking after that fairy man. Oh, yeah. With the coins dropping on the floor. Yeah. Why? You <laughs> Don't go and pick up the coins and follow them. There is a lot of <laughs> horror movie tropes in this film. Like, why, why are you doing this? You know, run away. Get out of there. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't have a horror movie without those type of tropes. Of course. <laughs> as stupid as it is. I, I actually enjoyed the wedding dress in this. That's cool. Yeah. I loved the, the part what they did, which ties into in the Conjuring Two, what they did with the nun. They did that with the wedding oh, dress in this one. Going around the room. Yeah. Yeah. But except it wasn't a spirit; it was the actual fucking dress. Yeah. Walking around the room and into the mirror, and then appears in the room across the hall, mm-hmm. and then cocks its head and runs at her. It's fucking scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I like that part. I, I tell you what, I didn't like is the cop out death. Where I think it was the wedding dress stabs uh, Daniela, and you think, "Oh shit, she's dead," and then we realise that it wasn't real. It's like, ah, uh, that was a bit of a letdown for me. I found it, I found it to be a bit of a cop out. No, I didn't have a problem with it. Really? It had that um, wow factor, like, "Oh shit!" I see. I took it as kind of like a, a dream sequence. I was like, oh, well, that's cheap. <laughs> I think because it's a ghost and it doesn't really have a soul, so it can't actually. Yeah, I get that. Hurt you yet? I get that. I guess you're right. Well, but it um, does end up possessing her. Yeah, that's true. That's then true. very smart of Judy playing that um thing, the camera roll, and the exorcising exorc- exorcism right. of the yes. other man. Yes. Playing. So then the things pointed to her with the cross and everything, and then it does it to her in that's person. Right. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was cool. Um, let's talk about the love story. Between Mary Ellen and Bob's Got Balls. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? Uh, to be honest, it was fine because you know it's a, it's a teen. wasn't fully a teen movie, but it had teens in it, so it's mm. guaranteed with that. Um, but to be honest, it didn't really need to be in there. It didn't. Okay, but here's something that I am a bit ashamed to say, and I've been a, a bit embarrassed. So don't tease me. I'm a bit of a sucker for uh, little love stories like that. Aww. So I, <laughs> shut up. So I was I was all right with it. I was kind of rooting for at the start. I was rooting for the girl because she clearly had a crush on him. And then you find out later that he has a crush on her. I was like, oh, it's cute. Well, you kind of guessed that when they're at the cash register, how happy he was, and when they touched hands, he was like, oh. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> you, you kind of picked it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But I don't know, I kind of was hoping to see these two together. And then you get the cheesy the cheesy scene of him playing guitar at her bedroom window. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I could do that, eh? To, you know? to an actual girl? Yeah. Well, it takes a lot of balls. Bob's got balls. <laughs> I don't like it. It's because uh, he handles the balls for I, the, no, I the get, basketball I team. I get why they call him that. I just I don't find it funny. 
and they use the same joke like so many times. I guess because that's how everybody knows him. That's why they say it. But they use it so many times, and then right at the end, fucking Ed says it, and it's like, oh, it's overkill. Stop it. It's not funny. Like, and then, okay, the, the, the pizza guy, that part was, it was all right. But it wasn't like when he said. It was funny because he was just random. And <laughs> it was funny. It was funny when he goes, "Here's your pizza minus one slice." <laughs> yeah. How pissed! I'd be fucking fuming if that happened to me. Hmm. Like if that dude stole one slice, I'd. <laughs> I'm a fat guy. I'd run down and chase him. Well, when he was coming up to the door, you didn't actually expect it to be the pizza guy. No, no, because it was a loud knocking and everything. But um. No, because the guy was talking to her, Bob. Oh, and then that's you see right. him yes. walking up behind him yeah. and then it's the pizza that, guy yeah that was cool actually yeah yeah because you think you think something's going to happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the werewolf scenes let's, let's go back on the werewolf just quickly how it how it attacks Bob mm-hmm. that wolf was coming mother, That was it was coming fast how the fuck did he get away he hit it with the guitar and it poof no that was at the end Right at the start, oh. when he sees the fog and it oh, sees yeah. him form the wolf. Well, he runs. Yeah, I don't know. Luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to see a little bit more of it. To be honest, yep. Every time when they were in the kitchen or something like that, and you seen the back door with the curtains open and the fog. Yeah. I was expecting. I was hoping to see the wolf like at least come to the window or do yeah. something. That would have been There's cool. There's a missed you, like... opportunity. Huh. Or at least walk past. Missed. I see what you did there. Hmm. But it was fog, honey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I, I th- hopefully, hopefully The Conjuring 3. We need more werewolves in film. Please. Hmm. You know, now I'm now thinking about it, I, I really hope The Conjuring 3 does the hound, the hellhound. Hellhound. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it might. Might, maybe. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I'm kind of pretty much all dried up about this movie um another part I really enjoyed was when Annabelle was lying in her bed Judy's bed oh the scene where the um with the colour wheel mm-hmm. and she's yeah, I love that part the colour correction in this film and the the shadow effects were brilliant mm-hmm. when we see Annabelle's shadow comes to life and takes various forms of different spirits yeah that was great it was probably yeah in the end once finished on the bride yeah no, 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 it finished, finished on, on the demon. demon. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing we got to talk about. The demon. The, and you said that was from the original Annabelle film. Yeah. He's in there. When he, you see the doll, you see him standing behind her. Yes. He looks cool. I remember and in I the s- first Annabelle going, is that seriously what he looks like? What, Watching what? the first Annabelle. Seeing you, the demons. Were you not a fan? I didn't like him in that movie. Really? Why? He just looks shit. He... Go back and watch the Annabelle one now. Do you know what he looks like? From what I remember in Annabelle Comes Home, do you know the movie Little Monsters? The... the When they go under the bed? In yeah. The hole? Yeah. Yeah? You know the main little monster with the, the little horns on his head? The main monster? The yeah. blue one? Yeah. No. Yeah, you remind me of that. He's got a big head. He's got little horns. He had decent horns and yeah. sort of a goat-like curve on his head well, I, I just I'm, thought of little monsters I'm pretty sure he had goat legs yeah anyway so it was a classic demon looking thing I thought he looked cool and that looked in this one he looked better than the first one in this one he looked practical effects 
Yeah. Um, more than the werewolf, anyway. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I appreciated that. Hmm. Um, if they're gonna make another Annabelle film, do it on that demon. You know, not the fucking doll. <laughs> and why he's drawn to the doll? Yeah, we've never have we ever really. Why they picked that doll? We need to watch Annabelle creation again. <laughs> it probably and, explains it in that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we need to watch the first one too. Uh, I need to revisit it. I can't really. I Because it goes back to the first one as to why the Warrens took it from. Took it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, I'm calling it. That it? We got anything more to talk about? Anything else you um, want to dive in about? Hmm... No, I don't think so. Oh, no? what do you, do you want to talk about the start at all? How they pick up Annabelle and then go to the cemetery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I don't know, really. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Okay, here's the thing. Well, it was cool how that chick had a, the accident and she comes in the back of the car. Like they, the doll starts doing funny things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see the girl. There was times in this movie where, okay, once I, I said before that this film didn't rely on jump scares to me. I didn't find there to be there to be many jump scares, which I was cool with. Um, but there were times where I'm like, all right, you need to start doing something because this is it's getting a while now. We haven't had a jump scare. It started at the start of this movie where Lorraine's looking at the map and she puts it up against the glass. I was thinking, here we go. First jump scare of the movie. That's what I thought. And they didn't do it. Firstly, why would you do that? Why would you put your map up against the glass? You you, you know something's going to happen. I'm guessing... Especially her. The light, maybe? Was there light behind it? Well, maybe. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, I just felt that some of these jump scares were few and far between. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I, I appreciated that they didn't have chock full of jump scares. But... It didn't rely on jump scares. Uh, and it didn't put them in the part where, as we said, a typical jump scare movie. Yeah, yeah. Because there were a lot of times where I'm thinking, and here we go, and it didn't. I'm like, oh. And then well, it either happened a little bit after that or mm-hmm. something else. Yeah, yeah. It was good because you weren't expecting it. Yeah, but th- that's what I'm saying. Uh, there were times when I was like, all right, maybe start to give me a jump scare because it's it was a little slow, the start of this movie, to be honest. Like you're well, there, you're there, you're there it, waiting for a jump scare, and it doesn't happen. It's like, all right. Because it was the building end, the story. Yeah, I get that, but by the end, you're like, all right, just give me a fake out or something. Well, there was quite a lot in the end. In the uh, really? middle, middle to end, I, I felt know, like, like it had a lot of action. I don't know. Compared to the other Conjuring films, I felt this didn't have many. You know. For all the spirits that were there, you'd think a yeah. lot more shit would have gone down, but. I'm guessing the strongest entities came forward. True. And plus the shit that she touched. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Anyway, guys, that's... No, there is something I want to bring up. What? Sorry. Uh, remember that... I really have to piss, Julissa. <laughs> remember that guy that the little girl was seeing at the school? And there's a, a statue of him at the school? Yes. Who was he? He was... Just the Pope that died in the school. Yeah, actually, you brought that... I, I completely forgot about him. You... He helped them, didn't he? Because they followed him down the stairs past that samurai yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he help them with? Did what did they see, get? This is the, the thing. The key? The key. 
<laughs> yes, that's when she had to go in the cupboard. Yes, and the little girl waited outside and she went through all those people with the fairy man. And then she had to take the doll off herself. Yeah. At the end. This is, is that, this is, this is that is, what he helped with? This the is the key? thing. I, I, I honestly think I need to revisit this film again because of those kids. Yeah. Really ruined it for us. I'm, I'm struggling to remember scenes of this movie. Because um, uh, it didn't really explain who he was and why he was there I think and it, why she was seeing him. I think it did. I think we were just sidetracked with other things. Um, so I think, honestly, this would be better with another rewatch. Definitely. Yeah. Because I'm struggling to remember that. I completely forgot about the, 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 the priest ghost mm. until you brought it up. But... Yeah. I don't, mm, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> alright guys, thank you for listening to episode 84, uh, 85, sorry. We will be back next week with episode 86, my perfect Friday the 13th. Uh, until then, catch ya. Bye. Sing.